0: nervous habits bonus content
1: confirm with me that you're recorded that you can see it's recording on the top left
0: uh, i can see this is for like rights right like, like i'll see what you it's like you need to like, like let me know that it's recording on recording or else like I can yeah see
1: it. yeah exactly <laughs> um shit this should be part of the, this to be like part of the episode um Actually, the last time I did a bonus episode with you, I couldn't stop laughing at the beginning. I was in the basement. You were like... I was like, these, <laughs> was like, these are the bonus episodes. I just started laughing. It says recording on the top left? It still says it.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should, I, should <laughs> I make it stop saying it or what? <laughs> What's it...
1: <laughs> What's going on, guys, and welcome to bonus episode number seven of Nervous Habits Podcast. In case you're new to the pod, uh, in case, you know, you joined us in the last few episodes with freestyle rapper Harry Mack or comedian Jesus Trejo, the bonus episodes are completely different than regular uh, Nervous Habits episodes. There's no interview style, nothing's, you know, scripted or pre-written planned ahead of time usually no incredible life-changing insights it's just a chance for you to kick back shoot the shit with my friends and i and talk about whatever's on our minds that week or in one episode we actually talked about nothing at all um joining me on this episode is my friend my colleague my coworker. you've heard him on almost every one of these bonus episodes jeremy pachter jeremy welcome Thank you.
0: It's it's great to be back. Are, are we? You yeah. we think we're colleagues now? Is that what that is? <laughs>
1: like, well, well, I mean, yeah, we're like. You're, I guess I'm so. Yeah. Fun. But uh, shit, what was I gonna say? So, uh, Jeremy, you've been on, as I said, almost every bonus episode. You know, by yourself with Stephanos, you've been a part of this pod since the beginning. Um, I don't know if you followed the reloaded version of Nervous Habits, the new content.
0: I, I followed it a bit, and I'm I'm hoping to get more into it. Um. It's pretty good. I like it a lot. It's like, so you have Jer- some pretty esteemed Jeremy guests was, on there.
1: Yeah. Jeremy is actually a part of the inspiration for Harry Mac. Uh, and Harry, you know, m- might even be listening to this, but Jeremy was part <laughs> of the, the duo that unlocked the power of that Mac. And um, Jeremy and I discovered Harry. Uh, gosh, this was like a 2017. This was Venice earlier, beach- man. And then we started uh, we started freestyling in, in his vein because if you know if Harry can do it anyone can.
0: That's right. If any <laughs> if Harry can do it anyone can.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, shit. So what's going on, buddy? What's on your mind? Let's chat.
0: How's life? Um, it's all right. You know how it is, like in quarantine. I don't. Stuff. I don't know how. I don't know yeah, how. Yeah, you it know is. how. That's <laughs> why you're asking. Right?
1: <laughs> if I knew how it is, like I would have asked.
0: Yeah, right? By the time this airs, like, there'll be no quarantine. People are like, what are you talking about, right?
1: No, this... Okay, so people know I generally release the episodes. I record them like a month to six weeks in uh, ahead of time. So we're recording this uh, early June, so it's probably going to come out early to mid-July. I think, you know, we'll still be living that corona lifestyle yeah, around that it, time.
0: It, it's tricky. Like, it feels like it's safe in the world now because it's nice out. But it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. just because it's so nice out and I'm like doing outdoor things, I feel like I could just like stop being quarantined. You know but I can. It's nah, so, can't. it's so
1: funny that the last time we did a bonus episode, that was the laryngitis. Do you remember when I was in Boston with yeah. that, with that, <laughs> with, with that gitis? I was actually. We need to bring that idea. laryngitis back. Yeah. Well, let me guess. We, let me
0: guess. Let me guess. You God. were thinking you already had coronavirus, just like everyone else I've talked to.
1: No, 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 no. Good guess. No, but no, but I was just thinking <laughs> that, like one. every every time that we have conversations <laughs> on this podcast, there's a disease that's like ravaging <laughs> no. everyone. Like first it was that first it was the jitis, the and then it was the rona. Um, but yeah, man, you know what's <laughs> funny actually today? Do you know what pizza palate is? P a l a t e.
0: Is a without the pizza? What do you mean? Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, just just no palate.
1: Earlier today, have you ever made some frozen pizza, and then you take a bite of it and it burns the roof of your mouth because it 's like way too hot yeah <laughs> and, then, and then for like days after like you have this this um, tenderness on the, t- the roof of your mouth and it like it 's fuzzy <laughs> it 's a, it's a fuzzy roof and I, uh, this is actually pretty funny. I, I went on Google, I found that it was called a pizza palate, which is the sensation of burning your mouth on pizza. So what I did was, then I started eating frozen pizza upside down. Like, imagine instead of biting into the pizza with the cheese side up and the dough side down, I flipped it upside down and I put the pizza side, the cheese side down, and the and dough it's still, side it's up. It's still
0: frozen, like you said, frozen pizza. Like you like go yeah. back into the freezer and you get like like a rock hard frozen pizza to take a bite out of.
1: No, but so I thought <laughs> I invented this new way of eating pizza. And have you heard of you know life pro tips LPT on Reddit? No. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, there's this – you know what, what subreddits are, right? Yeah. So there's this, like, subreddit. And a subreddit is, is you know, a community of people that want to share advice, like TIFU is today I fucked up, and you, you know, share, like, a mistake you made. Mm-hmm. Um, ELI5 is explain like I'm five, you dumb down a concept. And then there's this one that's LPT, life pro tips, where you share, like, interesting things. So I actually posted today, I posted life pro tip. To avoid burning the roof of your mouth, eat your frozen pizza, cheese side facing down, dough side facing up. And people wrote the most vicious comments, dude. Listen to this. <laughs> so some guy was like, so instead you burn your tongue, genius. And some other guy was like, yeah, who cares if the greasy pepperonis fall on your shirt? Am I right? Such a brilliant pro tip, truly. And then everyone was like, so burn your tongue and have all the cheese and filling drop off the pizza. Einstein, is that you? <laughs> uh, dude. Someone else said,
0: there's a <laughs> <laughs> what were you say? Who's like going on to like Reddit to like like search like for who's going to write about pizza, right? I don't know. Who man? are these and people?
1: Someone, someone goes, uh, there are some weak life pro tips out there. This one is tops. And then someone's like, I let my frozen pizza thaw to room temperature before I eat it. So it was a nice humbling experience with me today on Reddit, just like trying to share my <laughs> tips with the world and getting like, like chewed out. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, what's new? Let's hear.
0: What's new? give me, give me some me, news i've just been stuck like in a house for like months really? ready to like be out in the world again like i said what's new i've been doing a lot of like virtual personal training like kind of through my own If like, my the, the, boss you, hears you, this i'm screwed like i yeah. was well, you, you yeah, I know, I say this, like
1: well you no, can't well no 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 i'm saying you can't be plugging your services because you're not a sponsor of the pod yeah okay. but um we doing, like a dollar that's pretty <laughs> good no no dude i have i have specific rates per impressions oh RPM, man. rpi um. Yes, so you're doing personal training, dude. I've I've like gotten so unhealthy. The other day, I was like, I was lying on a picnic blanket with Adam Arvinowitz, and he looked at me and he's like, "You must not have been working out, have you?" And I was, like, yeah. <laughs> no, like I'm actually being serious. Well,
0: you're six feet away from the boy. That's always like, uh, want to know. Do you know like, what's how funny? close and, um,
1: and I can mention Adam because he's been on the pod. He was on episode twelve, uh, and he actually was on a, another bonus episode. If long-time listeners will remember, uh, Adam has been taking social distancing more serious than anyone on the planet. He like sent me like a long, drawn-out like goodbye message like months ago. It was like for for not like the you know the long-lost heart will have to like grieve what it does not know, and he it was like <laughs> a goodbye. He was like you know pretty much I, I can't ever see you again because of Corona. And then he like sent me a week, uh, message the other week and it was like phase 1 in dc has commenced like, so i can see you again. <laughs> Don't you find it funny that like th- they're rolling out these corona things in phases
0: it's almost like a star wars movie. I know it's like it's like this huge plan right it's like to take over the world like phase one we'll like do this
1: Fa- phase 1 <laughs> has has commenced and phase 2 and phase 3 it's 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 wild and Actually, in Massa- I'm in
0: Massachusetts now we have a phase 1 part 1 and part 2. Right now it's phase 1 part 2. <laughs> And then phase two comes out, like, like they haven't told us one yet.
1: And then it's like a trailer, like a movie, like coming soon to a community near you. <laughs> phase two, part A, subsection D, Corona Wars. Um, but it's really funny because uh, you like walk around town and everyone's in a mask. It's like such a jarring visual. I've definitely mentioned this on the pod before, but like um, you just like go out for a walk and you see, do you ever see uh, Batman? You ever see Bane?
0: Have I ever in my life seen him? I think, like, probably.
1: No, dude, in The Dark Knight Rises, Bane. I, I don't remember. The... It that I, didn't, right. I didn't watch well, it. Well, Google, okay,
0: Google <laughs> search
1: Bane, B-A-N-E images. When I went to the supermarket today, the guy at the deli who who uh, who sliced my turkey literally had a mask that looked like Bane. B-A-N-E, yeah. Google images. That's literally what it looked like, and I was, like, intimidated by that by that turkey-slicing man.
0: You know what's funny is, like, if you wore, like, a mask, like, you could like you could like rob like places like it's like identity concealing right like it's like it like serves as like they, I think they passed a law recently like it was like five six months ago that was like it's illegal to wear like an identity concealing mask but now like, you could probably get away with it you could just like take whatever you want it
1: it's like a it's like a, a perfect strategy for I mean I no I don't want to be condoning like violence or anything but like <laughs> obviously no I I mean you know but people people will like people will blend it's almost like on Halloween you know everyone's everyone's gonna be dressed that way and it's like you know they're getting on fire it's just it's just an eerie thing you go outside and everyone's in a mask and then the one person who's not in a mask you like you know shame on you you like walk up yeah, know, you like wag- spit at them <laughs> you like wag dude you know what's also crazy when i'm walking down the street and i have to sneeze i get so nervous it's almost like whenever i have to sneeze like today i was walk- i was walking on the sidewalk and i passed this group of people and i had to sneeze i like jumped into some shrubbery to conceal it like like a grenade was going off <laughs>
0: People That's are like, people are really like. There's two types of people in the world. There's like, you walk by someone on the street and they're either like, they're thrilled. There's like another human to talk to, right? They're like, they're like desperate to like say hi. And then there's the other type of person who's like, they think you're like, you try to kill them. <laughs> they want yeah. to stay as far away as possible. They won't even yeah. say hi. They're, like, hate they hate you.
1: Didn't you think you had corona recently? Not you, recently. You were, like, I don't know. You were al- was, almost victimized by that corona. Almost.
0: I think everyone thinks that everyone, whatever. No, I, I like, I was coughing a lot and it was hard to breathe. And then I got tested and it was nothing. It was like not even a cold, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, probably allergies. <laughs> I
0: don't,
1: it, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about. Um, But I, don't know, I by the way, I, I like the, I like this, you know, the format of the bonus episode, because I feel like the last eight or nine episodes I've had, I, I mean, obviously I've had some like incredible guests, but the conversation has been so structured. And it's, it's been very like pre-planned, but this is the first time, you know, having these conversations with you, we can just literally talk about whatever's on our mind. And it's like, and, and people listening who are new listeners to the pod who haven't heard a bonus episode before, before are probably like seeing a different side of me. They're probably like, wow, like, you know, Ricky's <laughs> yeah. actually like, he's, he's like a, a, you know, he's a goofy guy. Like, they're hearing the voices and the impressions as opposed to like, if you hear me on with, you know, with the mental health professional, it's like, well, you know, like, I'm glad that you struggle, you know, you, you formulated that conception. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a different,
0: It's like, when like you, a duality. People think when you like call your friends, you're like, here's the agenda for the conversation, right? Like you send yeah, them like well, an email <laughs> ahead of time, like, here's what we're going to cover. Yeah, people think, <laughs> think that that went out when i talk on the phone like welcome to
1: phone conversation i'm i'm your host and pause for laughter
0: like
1: (laughs) yeah this is an inside joke with jeremy but uh back on the early episode of the pod um jeremy would always rag on me because i would always start like i'm your host ricky rosen and he'd be like it's a game show like what is this yeah (laughs) no but it's true though that like it's not you know like when we talk on the phone conversations kind of just sound like this it's kind of just like back and forth like like jubilation and and you know joking around
0: you (laughs) know the happiest time of my life
1: um, what was I going to say? And, and we do like occasionally talk about like, like some deep shit. I mean, like, cause the <laughs> other day we were talking about just the sensation of time because I don't know if you remember, but in the ninth episode of the pod, that was Jeremy's debut. We talked about like how all of time was relative and how time moved differently. You know, if you were at the microwave, it felt like an hour, but then when you and I hang out, it like goes by like, like fast. And I just think about like in quarantine, you know, like, like how perceptions of time might be altered.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, for me, at first, it was like, this is great. Like, it's like vacation, (laughs) like, no response, you just have to stay home. It's like, and then now, days are flying and blurring together. And it's like, I'm I'm desperately trying to find ways to make it Seem like the days are taking a while, and make it seem like there's a lot of new fun things to look forward to. You know what I mean? Wait,
1: you no, you just contradicted yourself. You said days are flying by. You said it now. Days are flying by, which means the days are going fast. But but then you also said I'm looking for like ways to fill the time, so that means no. I'm looking
0: for ways to make it feel longer because it's it's they're going so quickly. Like I'm saying, like I, Uh, like it's literally like I get up and like the day's over, and I'm like wait, and I like I like sit. I literally sit down and I like think hour by hour, like what how is it possible that the days over like what did i do in every hour of this day and, and it's like it's like it doesn't sometimes it doesn't add up it's like where did like seriously it's like I, it's like bizarre people say as you get older it feels like time like flies faster and faster but in this quarantine it's like time is going by so quickly it's like june all of a sudden like they're like wait wait
1: wait okay wait i'm like i'm confused cuz from the macro level maybe the months have flown by like man like i can't believe it's june already but on a day to day for me, it feels really slow. It feels like I wake up at, you know, 11 a.m., 10 a.m., whatever, and then it's like, oh, it's only 1 p.m.? Like, like you know, what the hell? Like, you almost want time to move by faster. Yeah. Maybe it's, I mean, maybe it's just it,
0: my experience. well, it's because you're – like living situations different than mine. I don't want to like like diss you. I like that's yeah. Leave. I mean, no, I no, mean like, I'm like, really, like carefully. Like, like, my cl- no, you're
1: just like clearly like you're not stimulating. No, I mean like, like no, you get out of bed
0: and you like you like you're like alone in a house,
1: dude, dude. No, okay. Well, <laughs> look, 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 I am a I am a, a full time law student that is also a yeah, uh, judici- judicial intern that you know is is in a couple a venture, weeks right. A partner. I uh, well, so when this is released, it will have been a couple. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm starting first week of June. Um, working for for the district court, but I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, to some degree, like my, you know, the lifestyle plays into it, but I just think what's interesting is people always say, um, you know, I give anything for free time or there's not enough hours in the day, or, you know, I wish, I wish I had time to devote to developing a hobby or an interest. And then all of a sudden there's this global pandemic and people are, are home and they don't know what to do with themselves. So there's that like paradox at work.
0: Yeah. I think there's a lack of variety that is like, so tangible now i mean nobody can come up with new things to do like we've done everything we can do in like a confined space you know like one of the exciting things about being out in the world is that there's like events to go to people to see things to do and now it's like i've played all the video games i've watched all the shows i don't feel like doing any of that anymore like what else can i do
1: okay well in terms of watching all the shows, someone made a comment to me the other day. Like, man, like there's not enough content on Netflix, or there's not enough shows. Jeremy, do you realize? Because I get super defensive about this. Do you realize how many like TV shows and movies are on the internet, man? Like, you could you could live a hundred lifetimes and not have watched everything out there. You know, well, what I don't, I mean? I don't just, want
0: to. Like, I I, I know, but, but there's so
1: there's so I've, much, man. Like, I have a hundred shows I'm trying to watch. You know, yeah, but so what long. I'm saying,
0: look, like if if I literally locked you in a room with just a TV and like you have to watch like 100 full series you like by the fifth series you'd be like i hate this like i, I just i don't feel like watching tv anymore i've done it yeah, enough I'd, you know I'd probably just watch curb your enthusiasm 100 times no but uh <laughs> you, know what's, you
1: know what's interesting too? can you imagine okay let me just like like throw something at you imagine if for the rest of your life like it was zoom like for the rest of your life you had to social distance and had to go to work online and had to like see your friends via zoom like like would that be
0: good <laughs> would that be good dude like, would be like do you think there'd be like scams like like it'd be like fake women like it'd be like a robot and like a picture of like a right if, By the like, way, people, this is my girlfriend
1: people, people that don't know us have to understand kind of our humor and that uh what jeremy and i do sometimes is we'll like like present a scenario that's like clearly terrible and then we'll just be like would be would that be good like it'd be, like it'd be like one time um this is really funny but one time we were hanging out and uh Jeremy was like, would you, do you remember this? Would you rather be like, would you, no, would you rather have like, like no limbs and be like blind and deaf and not understand anything and like a vegetable <laughs> or like this other awful scenario? And then he was like, would that be good? And it's like,
0: <laughs> it's like, they're like terrible. It's <laughs> like so both are like clearly bad. Well, or if, that, you wanted, if you yeah. want to say something really hurtful to someone, you like put in this like clearly like false assumption and then you like ask a question, right? Like given that you're like, you like diss them like completely. And then you ask a question, like <laughs> you're like, is that good? Um, no, but
1: like, imagine if like this Zoom thing was permanent instead of temporary. I mean, I don't know, could you like legitimately could you get used to it? If if you had to, I mean, there's like for-
0: there's certain things that it's good for. Like it's good for like meetings, I guess, for companies. Okay. it's good. It's okay for like there's like a, there's like some sort of like entertainment that you can do with with friends like virtually through Zoom, like Jackbox TV, that type of thing. We talked about a bit. It's good yeah. for that if there's more content coming out, like, I guess that's good, but it's probably not as good for like, like having kids, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, there's certain things that you can't do that is just like, it's so, I don't know. Like it's okay for some things and other things it, it doesn't work, but you can like do your best with dating and with, I don't know, maintaining relationships through it. And it's like, it's good until we can get back into the world, you know?
1: Yeah. It's just, it's just interesting to me. Like how, like if you think about it almost like a little kid, you know, because kids always ask, like, you know, why? Like, tell me why, daddy, or whatever. Like, think about it. You know, this like, one disease, which is pretty much the flu, has caused the entire world to not leave their homes. I mean, that's, like, a dumbed-down version of what's going on. <laughs> and, like, you know, they're talking about how at the end of the year, there's going to be a vaccine, but still, you know, end we're not going to be able to. Like 18 months. Right, whatever. I mean, still we're we're not gonna be able to just never socially distance, like, you know, schools. Like I was talking to, to Adam, he's um he manages uh well it doesn't matter what he does. <laughs> but anyway, we're talking we were <laughs> we were talking about schools and uh universities and about how they're um you know they're like rolling out like year long plans for reopening and it's just crazy to think that this is not gonna go away. This is gonna be like, you know, distancing for a year, maybe two years.
0: Yeah, I know. It's awful. Like
1: Imagine if we went to Brandeis. We we met in college. Um, if we went to Brandeis during like social distancing,
0: <laughs> it'd be that like they call the police, right? Like if we like show, like if we went right now, they'd call the police. It'd be like like these dangerous people, like, unidentified.
1: Yeah, like they, they don't have mask boys. i <laughs> um, it's wild. Anyway, so I know that you're like super into you, you know cosmology and and theoretical physics. So did you read that art? There was an article that came out um a week or two ago. And it, it was like, it had one of those clickbait headlines that NASA scientists detected evidence of a parallel universe because uh, they saw an upside down cosmic ray shower. And from that, they deduced that time was able to run backwards. So I don't, I don't actually know if the study found that precisely, but it led a lot of people to sort of ponder whether or not this was some iota of evidence that there is such a thing as a parallel universe.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I saw that, like, very briefly. Like, I regret to inform you that I didn't, like, research it in depth. No, but yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, basically, like, I take these things with a grain of salt because basically when there's certain things that contradict, like, physical law, you you some usually it's, like, an error in the, like, data, the way that it was obtained in, in the system that's analyzing it. I mean, like, there was, like, this whole thing with, like, the speed of light you know, was broken. Like something was traveling faster than the speed of light, and it was like an uproar in the community. <laughs> and it turned mm-hmm. out that it was just like a an error in the data collection. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, an article came out. People like to like blow these things out of proportion, but yeah, I mean, that's that's wild. Like, if it is true, um, there's like it's like it's, it's hard to explain how it, how it could have happened. You know. What is you know it? What funny? was it? Was it like? Do you know exactly what what it was that happened? Was it like? Yeah, I, I guess cosmic there was just rays like, were coming upwards from ice as opposed to down from like outer space, right?
1: Yeah, I mean it was just it was just imaging. Um, so again, like a lot of it might have been poor experimentation or like data collection. But they they I I mean I don't I don't even think this was like a logical assumption. But the New York Post um, and a few other outlets. Like, essentially, reported that the inference was that time runs backwards because the cosmic ray shower imaging was upside down as opposed to downside up. But I don't know, the whole concept of parallel universes is interesting because, like, why is it, like, first of all, why is it called a parallel universe instead of like a perpendicular universe or just another universe? Why? And maybe this is like a question about like spatial dimensions, but, but does it, does, what does it mean parallel? Like, does it actually like linearly run parallel to ours? Like, how
0: does that work? Um, I guess parallel, when you think of something that's parallel, it's not accessible because it's like something that's perpendicular intersects with the plane, right? Like two parallel lines will never meet. Right, exactly. So I think that's just the, the vernacular. Like it's just that it's like it's something that you can come into contact with easily.
1: <laughs> so okay, so so like so, so what does that mean? I mean, because obviously you have like a background in in quantum physics. For people that like don't know, um, actually, what was your what was your like area of specialty specifically?
0: So I studied. I mean, it was it was just physics, but I I, I really physics... got into no. I mean, like I dove into imagine. Quantum. A, a, Imagine like on his resume in parentheses. Just, like, just, like, no, I, I v- dove in a little bit into more into quantum. Dovin quantum theory, and also like in the most recent years, I've been like doing a lot of research. Like I read like three books about string theory and like the multiverse. Brian Green. Theory. I'm reading. Yeah, I've
1: literally, I literally started the. LA- yeah, I just told you. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. Um, he's a professor yeah.
0: at Columbia, and I, I, I should have like talked to him when I was there. I didn't know. You had I no idea. Know, but yeah, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know of his books until I like read them recently.
1: Well, like in terms of, again, like people listening who haven't like received, you know, bachelor's in science from Columbia, master's in uh, physics from Columbia. Like, let's say, you know, like is a parallel universe such a thing as there's, you know, there is a universe out there where instead of us doing the podcast today, as we planned, we did it last week because that was the original goal, but you were lazy.
0: Like, is that like a parallel universe? Yeah, I mean, so it depends. I I mean, that's a parallel universe, but there's actually nine multiverse theories out there. Um, exactly. I mean this book went into detail on, about all of them, um but yeah, I mean like there's some parallel universes or or theories that say that there 's infinite variations of this universe in the out in the bigger you know multiverse um actually yeah, this is cool like i i 'll tell you about wait, wait, I, but before before you do can you just you keep saying
1: multiverse what is so so like a universe is the entirety of, of our existence what what is it or I, I mean you, you explain it because I, I yeah know I'm sure sure,
0: about. I mean so again, like it depends on how you define a universe, but most people, when they talk about like our universe, they talk about there was a big bang, and light has been traveling for like thirteen point eight billion years radially like there 's a source, this tiny thing, and then the big bang happens, and then from then on like. our our known universe is like the distance that light has like reached in the time since it happened. Right. I mean, that's what they think of as our universe, but um, like a multiverse is like, that's just, so that's just one universe, like big bang universe, but a multiverse is like several different universes. Maybe they had their own big bangs. Maybe there's other mechanisms for their creation. I mean, well, I'll get into that. Like, I mean, it's just more, I mean, I guess I can talk about a few of them, like of the multiverse series. It'll kind of make, More obvious. It's pretty interesting stuff.
1: No, it's really interesting. But do you ever think maybe I'm maybe I'm being contrarian? But do you ever think that, like, again, I'm I'm just I'm trying to wrap my mind about around this universe versus multiverse phenomenon? Wouldn't the universe? I feel like there's a language barrier here. Like, I don't speak English, but wouldn't the universe (laughs) encompass everything? If you think about the totality of space, you have, like, the solar system is part of the Milky Way galaxy. And then there's, what, billions of galaxies, millions of galaxies in the universe, right? So then it's like, uh, no, no. No, no, no,
0: there's a lot. I mean, there's, like, trillions of stars. Right, so it's
1: like, so, so I don't understand how people can say, oh, you know, the universe comprises everything that exists, but then there's a multiverse that comprises everything. So then, why not just say we have like a a super multiverse which comprises all the all the multiverses? And I feel like it's just well, language. there is an ultimate multiverse.
0: Yeah, it's language, but you, I mean, look, you gotta you gotta like under you gotta be on the same page as whoever you're talking with about what is an definitely. ultimate
1: mul, an ultimate multiverse? Yeah, the no, there's
0: not. that's the okay. I mean, look, I'll, we'll get there. Look, like you just said, you look in you like look up and you look in the sky and you see like trillions of stars, right? And you say, well, this this is like our known, this is the universe, right? But if we're talking about parallel, like you said, like something that two parallel lines never intersect, a parallel universe could be something that we can never have access to. And that's a completely different universe somewhere else, right? It exists in somewhere different than we have access to. So like, you see what I'm saying?
1: So so, so it's like, it's like, I I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to explain this correctly, but it's like, we with our conception of time, if you run time forward to infinity, we can never experience a parallel universe because it's operating on a different plane. Yeah, I
0: mean, about? like, again, like let's talk about the multiverses and why that's the case. But yeah, I mean, yeah. basically different plane or different, it's outside of the reach of light. We need light to get information. Like we, like right. the, the fastest way to retrieve information is like the, uh, the fastest speed of which information can be transported is like the speed of light-ish, right? Give or take right. a couple meters per second. <laughs> but um, I mean, actually, I guess with, with, with uh, entanglement, it's like instantaneous. But anyway, let's, let's talk a bit about multiverse theories, okay? I think Three it'll point, some, is, is it Is it 3.8 times 10 to the 6? Um, meters per second. You're talking about the speed of light? Yeah. T- times 10 to the 8th. 10 to, oh, was that, it 10 to the 8th? Three, its basically three times ten to the eighth meters per second. Yeah, it's the speed of light. That's pretty oh, big. Shit. No, because like, ha-
1: it's amazing. Because like I just haven't thought of that since. Like,
0: I know, me either. I was like, I was <laughs> worried like these like, viewers would hear that. Like, no, it's ten. Since 10 to high eight. school,
1: like false infer- Yeah. So tell us, tell me about what is this like the different multiverse? Uh, yeah, I mean, look,
0: there's there's nine multiverse theories. They're like okay. pretty technical, and a lot of them spawn from like string theory, and you need like a pretty solid grasp of string theory to understand, but. I, I guess I actually, that. yeah, we don't like, here, like nervous habits, like we don't have that. So, um, no, yeah, there's like, maybe there's like three that I can go into that I think are like pretty interesting that kind of give you an idea of what we're talking about. Uh, okay. So there's the first multiverse theory. It's called the quilted multiverse. And the idea is that call it a multiverse, call it a universe. If we say there's an infinite amount of space in out there um every possible this is like what you were talking about or there's like another ricky that will have to do this podcast a day later yeah. basically they say every possible event will occur an infinite number of times but the speed of light prevents us from being aware of those identical areas and the reason is like think of it this way let's say we have that space is infinite like who's to say it's not right i mean it's crazier things have happened
1: <laughs> I, i'm to say that it's not <laughs> yeah, I know, right? like but yeah so, the so fact here is infinite.
0: pretty nuts no no so let's say that let's just say for the sake of argument space is infinite. Let's okay. say that, like, it's a, let's say that infinite space is like a large quilt, like literally like a, like a bed, like a sheet, like a large quilt. And let's say that like our big bang, we can like literally say that since 13.8 billion years ago, where our big bang happened, light was like traveling radially in every direction for 13.8 billion years. So we can draw like a, let's just say, for the sake of argument say, you can draw like a 13.8 times by 13.8 billion light year area box on this infinite quilt right It's just a Mm -hmm. tiny box in the vast infinite infinity of the whole quilt and we say then that 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 box we drew is our universe but but i can but literally down like if you if you walk right for like 20 years there's another box that is a different universe so basically like there's this infinite space and there's a bunch of universes that exist within it but they're Uh. all spread out
1: Okay, here's here's an analogy for you. By the way, if you want to just t- turn down your bass a little bit, um, my bass. Like, I
0: gotta like turn up my like my my tenor. Whatever range.
1: the whatever the thing is, uh, so it's not like muffled. But okay, so I'm almost imagining, t- maybe this is a poor analogy, but I'm, I'm imagining like a like a TV grid, and every grid on the TV represents a channel, and all the channels are happening at the same time. Do you, I think there was an episode of Fairly Odd Parents. Where he did the do you remember that where he was like in the different TV channels? It, it was like an early yeah. it was an, it was an early one. I think it was like like Timmy Turner, the, the TV chaser or something. <laughs> but anyway, so it's like a grid, and then top left you have like ESPN, then you have like NBC, then you have HBO, and maybe this quilt you can travel to different times and different um, you know, experiences that are happening simultaneously on the grid of these TV shows.
0: Yes, something like that, exactly. And it's it's like we just because we information can only travel like at the speed of light as it's bound, we can never like become aware of, we can never like directly interact with these other universes. And again, this is universes. Like our universe is tiny within a gigantic universe is what I'm saying. And like somewhere down like 20 trillion light years to the right, there's another tiny universe. That's the same size as ours. And if and like, by the way, Ricky, if yeah the universe is infinite, like infinite, that means that the, everything has to happen an infinite number of times. There has to be infinite copies of you talking to me right now in this universe because infinity is pretty big. Like, so that's pretty, pretty crazy. I mean, the implications of that are wild. That's where people are saying, like, if you ever watch like, Rick and Morty or some TV show and there's like, you just go to like a, I, I guess they just like, sweep it under the rug. They just like, go to a different like, parallel universe and there's like the same exact life. That I would have to happen an infinite yeah. number of times.
1: I have so many questions, but I'm not sure if I should save them until you explain the other multiverses. Because I think, I think it's like 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 people are probably wondering this and you know listening to this and scratching their head, like like what do you think? Should I should I should I pose a question or do you want to? Yeah, wanna...
0: give me a, throw a couple. I guess yeah. So like, I
1: I don't understand how we know this. I mean, I, you, you know, something I like to do in, in these conversations is like is is play the skepticist and uh, is that a word? Skepticist? Skeptical Skeptic. person. So skeptic, thank you. Uh, s- s- skeptical, is skepticist a word? I'll look it up later. Because think about it. You just said our universe is a tiny speck. It's smaller than a grain of, of, of sand in, you know, the, the totality of the multiverse. But h- number one, how is that possible since the universe with the red shift is always expanding? So that's sort of contradictory. And number two, how the hell do we know that if we like well, can't, a, a, we okay. can't even get to Mars and you want to tell me that the universe, we can, you know, make conclusions about the, the size of the universe?
0: Yeah, I mean, actually, it has basic it has basis in string theory. It's like it's like my way out. right? I could just say excite string theory. Yeah, Charlie's just yeah. like, oh, I'll talk over his head here. But I've been yeah. reading that like universe, so I sort of know. But no, like, no, people no. Are so, so so listen. I mean, so first of all, you're saying like the red shift. I mean, yes, we know that things are accelerating. Basically, space between like planets and everything is like is the rate at which they're spreading out is 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 accelerating. Right. So that's okay. what you mean. I mean. That's yeah. what you're saying. That doesn't disprove that there's an infinite universe. I mean, I mean, look, like it's a theory, and I don't think this is this is the problem. I was reading about this, how like in you know 100 years ago, things in physics could be predicted and we could like discover them, right? And then now yeah. theories are getting so complicated that a lot of them like will never be able to like prove or disprove. But what's interesting is like if we just there's like a, a thought experiment that works really well in physics. If you assume that a certain scenario is right. And then you do calculations based on that. You can actually like get real solutions that apply to like our situation now, like in, in our life.
1: Okay. I, yeah. So it's like, it's like you have to assume that something is true in order to arrive at the truth, the veracity yeah. of the statement itself, which kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah. Which, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, it's a theory. I mean, honestly, it's funny, we're here, right? Like, I mean, there's, there's like a universe and there's people and there's houses and structures. I mean, the probability, we would have thought that that would have never happen. I mean, that's such an amazing thing. The fact that we're even here at all and that we're intelligent. I mean, so who's to say that we have to, we, you know, that there's, there's not a larger universe out there, a multiverse. We were, I mean,
1: yeah, we were having an interesting conversation about this the other day, um, about this whole concept of infinity. Because you said that in the quilted multiverse theory, there's... Uh, when the Big Bang happened and the universe expanded radially there's an infinite number of uh you know parallel universes right that am i 'm explaining that right
0: yeah well i 'm saying like if that thirteen point eight billion light year patch is our universe that 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 takes place right multiple times over this course of this vast expanse that is the multiverse but, this but large, you were saying it was in, it was infinite right right infinite sure yeah and, I was and so that.
1: And- yeah. And so my problem with that is I just, I, I feel like in certain areas of life, when you think about parallel universes, there has to be a finite cap. Like if you think about, you know, there's an infinite number of ways that I could have begun my, mor- my morning today. That's the statement, right? I could have, I could have gotten out of bed. I could have brushed my teeth. I could have gone to the bathroom. To me, it's like, there's a finite combination, right? Like there's, you know, you can think of as many, you know, I can brush with my left hand, and my right hand, I can brush with my feet, I could, you know, brush, but like at the end of the day, you can put a number on it, you know, there's a Yeah, there's a finite,
0: right? And actually that supports my theory. That supports the to Multiverse Theory because if there's only a finite number of possible combinations of matter, let's say everything in the universe is physical and there's no soul or whatever, right? Let's just say, for sake of argument, if you can describe everything as particles and particle configurations then we know there's only a finite number of particle configurations that exists hmm. in, the, in the universe and by the way there's only a, like a finite amount of particles that can be squeezed into a, a unit area because if it was more it would cause a black hole so that like we know there's a finite number of particles and if there's a finite number of particles over like a large enough space it doesn't even have to be infinite there's a high probability that this finite number of particle configuration would repeat in a different right. space it's just that's just like probability what's
1: uh so what's another one so this is quilted what's, yeah, okay, this, another yeah. This, this
0: is this is the one that like everyone like is like rolls their eyes there's a the that's quantum here. the quantum multiverse that's like it's, it's also known as the many worlds interpretation you've probably heard of it i mean basically in quantum theory, everything is but like there's certain things that go on that i, I are hard to explain but um basically every particle like you can't know its position until you measure it because there's a it, it, it's represented by a wave of probabilities of being in that position its particles are both waves and particles so wait but
1: th- but that's true of electrons remember, right, right exactly w- was, of electrons. was it was it the bohr mo- i'm trying to remember was it the bohr model of the cell that said that elec- you don't know electrons positions you can only estimate them probabilistically uh, that's the,
0: he- the heisenberg uncertainty principle says we can't know the position okay. in the Gotcha. anyway continue, continue. um so so like the fact that things are represented as a wave of probabilities of where they can be until measured basically a lot of scientists are saying we can like apply that same logic to actions that people make so basically if you like, this is where this this uh, many worlds interpretation comes where they say um if people like if you wake up and you can either brush your teeth with the red toothbrush or the green toothbrush They're saying that there's a probability associated with you doing it with the red toothbrush, and there's a probability associated with you doing it with the green toothbrush. And once you decide which toothbrush you're going to use, that that probability comes to light. Except in this theory, they're saying that both of those realities are realized, but in different parallel universes. So they're saying, like, you, you wake up, and the Ricky that's you chooses green, but at the time you choose green, there's a split and in a parallel universe, there's a Ricky that also chooses the other color and that it's actually continuous in your memory and your conception of reality. But there's basically splits that are happening on parallel universes.
1: Okay. I think, I think people listening are, 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 you know, probably like, this is like an inception level mind fuck. So let's say another, another example, just, just to make sure I understand what you're saying, Jeremy, let's say you go to Taco Bell and I don't know about you, but I want to order everything on the menu. So you know, let's say I'm I'm thinking about a number one, but also a number seven and number nine, there's a parallel universe in which I order everything off the menu and in which, you know, I don't even go to Taco Bell and maybe I go to, to Burger King or, you know, Domino's.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, this is, I'm going to go off topic, but what's really funny, this reminded me of this, this section of this book I was reading that talked about, like, the ethics of, <laughs> like, if, if, like, if I told you that there's, like, a quantum multiverse that, like, basically... You know, like, everything is being realized. There's, like, this experiment, this thought experiment. What do you think of this? Like, let's say, like, an alien civilization comes, and they're, like, hyper-intelligent, and they're, like, multi-dimensional. Like, they could somehow have access to all parallel universes. And let's say that they say, I'm going to, like, take one Ricky from one of these parallel universes and kill him in the morning. He just won't wake up. And there's let's say he says out of one million parallel universes, one Ricky won't wake up. And if you agree to, like, be part of that parallel universe, you know, this one million parallel universes, if you do wake up, I'll give you $100 million, right? And you think in your head, like, where's well, a million parallel universes? It's not me that's not waking up. Like, there's, like, a very low chance that I'm the one who, like, doesn't wake up. And I'm so I'm, I'm going to take the bet because then I'll get $100 million. That sounds great. But in reality, you're, like, killing off, like, another Ricky somewhere. It's, like, you. It's another version. It's you. Like, and there's, there's, like, a whole field of, like, like, ethics about, like, like if there is a quantum multiverse and, like, there's, like, a Ricky that's realizing all these different choices, like, is it unethical to, like, gamble that Ricky's life? Because that's you also. It's, like, wow. wild. Isn't just, that crazy?
1: This is, like, the craziest thing I've heard all day since that, since that pizza palette comment on Reddit. Um. No, wow, that that is wild. I mean, I'm just imagining like a room. It's like picture philosophy. Like an, picture picture like an auditorium, and it's like like a hundred or a million Rickies or a million Jeremys, and they're all arguing with each other, like, yeah, oh, I don't want to die." Um, and it's 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 random in this scenario, right? Like, how do they decide which of the million dies? Yeah,
0: who knows exactly? Or or, or like I think in the in the book it says something like the rule was like the first Ricky that wakes up in the morning is the one that like is dead or something. And it's like you like how do you know? Or the first one to open their eyes or something. It's like a gamble, right? Like your eyes are closed, and like you're thinking, that there's got to be one Ricky in these one million different <laughs> like scenarios that opened his eyes already, right? Oh my dude, is not that
1: wild? This is insane. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna, this is gonna keep me up at night. I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be afraid to fall asleep because I don't want to be the Ricky that dies. But uh, <laughs> that's, it's just insane to think about, like, to, because it's one thing to think about possibilities like oh what if I did this what, what if I did that it's another thing to think about this as actual versions of yourself do you understand what I'm saying like it's one thing to say there is there is a universe in which I brush my teeth with red or green it's another to say there is a Jeremy out there who brushes his teeth with red a jeremy the brushes because then you're just imagining almost like a grid going back to the quilted system and, and
0: there's of, another and there's another thing to to think there's infinite jeremy's that are doing red and if right it's like one is not that crazy there's
1: Dude. But but again, I revert to the second question from 10 minutes ago. How do we know this? And and I know, you know, you want to go back to, to string theory, but people who, you know, these are, are published academics who really, truly believe, right? Like in this many worlds theory, how, like what sort of, you know, backing to, do they have to, to, to substantiate this? It seems like almost something out of the Twilight Zone.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, in general, it's hard to wrap your head around things that aren't, directly like confirmed by your experience like the fact that things aren't in a position until they're measured even that goes against what we believe about reality like we just you know so this is absolutely challenging you to think outside of like your conception of reality but I mean like for the for the viewers out there who want to like learn a little bit more about this kind of the basis for quantum theory comes from like the double slit experiment I'm not going to like tell you about it you can google or youtube it double slit experiment explain basically like the results of that experiment show that like particles aren't like going through the left slit or the right slit they're actually going through both slits you'll you you should look it up but um no i mean it's it's definitely it's hard to explain and it's hard to to feel comfortable with you know
1: yeah and then there's just like this notion of like time as a separate variable i remember a while back you were telling me that the way that we think of time as humans in terms of like a second, you know like oh we we measure time i mean th- this is this is really trippy, this is also gonna freak people out, but like we measure time in seconds, like like you know sixty seconds is a minute, right, like but then you said that there's this thing like uh planck's time, where
0: yeah, what is that so let me One- let me let me let me talk about my favorite i mean, the one i'm currently like most interested in the, the of the multiverse theory oh
1: yeah yeah sorry sorry i didn't mean to like disrupt your flow no 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 I was just, exactly yeah.
0: it, you're going you're going exactly where i want to go i mean yeah, so basically like no, let's, talk, let's talk about this yeah okay, yeah no. so like um the last like m- multiverse theory i want to talk about again there's nine but i just chose these three because they're interesting there's this m- simulated multiverse saying that Like we are simulated, like by like basically check this out that there's like one real universe out there, and that like in that real universe, like some guy creates a simulation of a universe, and we're just like simulated inhabitants of a simulated universe created by one guy. What's really funny about that is that like this is funny. I I haven't told you about this. Think of it this way: like if let's just say that like some like college kid in the real world, and like it's a really futuristic society. You know, like and given the infinite, you know, time, there's got to be like a futuristic society that's the real universe. And some kids like college paper is like, create a simulated universe, right? And then, like, and then the best, like, we're born, like, and like we have this whole like experience of life. And like, it's funny, like, if, if that kid like turns his computer off, like, like we'll like be dead. But also, what's really funny is if, let's say, he simulates a universe and we're like in that simulation we're these simulated inhabitants if we become like an advanced enough society then we could create our own simulated universes so like i am a simulated inhabitant and for my college paper i'm making like a simulation that has another universe it's like it's uh, like infinite it goes on and on it keeps happening
1: it's it's so funny this yeah no no go ahead sorry no no and
0: then if that kid in the real universe turns his computer off every universe that was like a result from that is like no no more right like my universe shuts down but i was simulating a universe so that shuts that it's just like crazy you you saw inception right yeah, exactly. It's just like Inception. I I,
1: I I feel I feel bad for returning to the well, but but again, just making a reference to people understand. It's like the dream within a dream, because you know you go to sleep, because that's the whole premise of Inception. Is like you, is like you you have to get to the deepest level. So you go to sleep, and then you find yourself in a dream, and then you make them go to sleep, and then it's a dream within a dream within a dream. But then if that first person wakes up, then everyone wakes. Or right, yeah, the first person, the top layer wakes up, everyone wakes up. Right. Is so that's, that's Jeremy's point of like if the first guy turns his computer off, then all the other civilizations are uh, exterminated. But it's interesting, this whole notion of simulation, because I've I've talked about it, I devoted a whole episode to going into the science and the, you know, research and um, the scholarship on both sides of whether or not we're living in a simulation and how this ties into it. And it's exactly what you just described. You know, if people don't want to listen to episode 24. Um, it's just the idea that, like, uh, there there could be ancestor civilizations that are running simulation. Uh, actually, what is the language they're running? Um, ancestor civiliz- civilizations are running simulations, and those simulations that they're running are what we perceive to be our existence. But it's not necessarily our, exi- uh, our existence. It's like future civilizations that are trying to figure out where their ancestors came from, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, like, it- our yeah like 500 years into the future they're like i wonder what like life was like in 2020 and it's corona but it's really our life
0: yeah and also what's funny is it's like it's just like inception i'm going going back to that like literally like let's say that the processing power of like or the clock that is running within the simulation that we're in makes us feel like we're living 90 years it could be like a nanosecond like for the guy running it right like our whole lifespan that feels like how it's really long it's like 90 years it's really like like boom it's over See, in guy's
1: isn't that crazy? When we start talking about the relativity of time, that's when I start getting really freaked out. That's like like almost like I have a panic attack. Because <laughs> it's like in you know, in or or if you saw Interstellar, it's or or you know, or, or in Inception, it's the idea that like what you're experiencing to be a year could be, you know, a, a, you know, a minute in another layer. Or if you ever, yeah. saw, if you ever saw Black Mirror, do you remember the episode uh, White Christmas where he has the cookie? I really hope you saw that. John yeah. Ham has the has the cookie and he tortures the cookie and he has this Oh piece. yeah,
0: right. making <laughs> like his prison, has, right? It's like a prison. Exactly.
1: He has the cookie in prison until that's it a great submits. One. So he makes the cookie go through like 100 years, but really for him it's like just a, a second. Exactly. It's like that that relativity just freaks me out.
0: Well well yeah, and that's the running theory is that like our perception of time is just like a construct. Like it's not the the like the root truth of reality isn't like the way we perceive time. It's just something that for whatever reason, we experience time the way we do.
1: And that to me, like, th- like, that's the scariest part is when we talk about simulation, what's real, what's not real is just like, it, it, I guess it doesn't really matter because even if, even if objectively our time is not real time, you know, we experience a hundred years the way that we do, even, you know, at the end of the hundred years, it might be like, we might find out like, oh, this is really, you know, your entire life has really been five minutes on some guy's computer.
0: Yeah, I know. You know what? So I so I actually so in this book I'm reading by Brian Green, like the last chapter is talking about um like like let's let's go with the simulated multiverse. He thinks I think he believes that we're just in a simulation. And I've like thought about it a bit and that's like I kind of agree with him. And um I have, let me talk about why I think so. Like let, let me know what you think. Like like this is pretty crazy. So the first thing he talks about is, like, the incentive to create a universe. So he says, like, like, like if we assume that, like, high beings, such as ourselves, like, we want to feel all, all powerful and mighty, there's no reason to create an actual physical universe because by doing so, we'll never be able to interact with the universe. So if I create a universe from a Big Bang, like, and then, and, it's, and then space starts expanding, it starts expanding radially from the source – we'll never be able to communicate with that universe that we created because of the, the speed of light is like the barrier is the boundary. And if that's the case, there's no reason why a higher being would want to create a universe and never interact with it. We want to feel powerful and like we can learn from things. So there'd be a, a, a huge incentive to create a simulated multiverse because um, we can learn from it, man. Like we could like, like we could like, like literally store every person's thoughts in an array and some sort of data structure. And we can like, see like what people are thinking we know it you ever like lie in bed and like f- like think something in your head and think someone can hear it it's like oh, like I, literally there's i like, think <laughs>
1: you, I, I think you should get that checked out man like yeah, right.
0: no, no i'm <laughs> i no, I'm just a joke but like no but it's interesting like so anyway, there's incentive to create no, 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 uh, no, a no I'm not
1: but by the way, I'm not I, I don't need to derail the conversation. The
0: doctors are gonna like call like the like the hospital and no, 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 send no, this no. guy to
1: no no but I I only mentioned that because uh, this is actually pretty funny, uh, you know, as like a side note, but I was with my law school friends and they're probably not listening, so it's okay. But um I remember one time we were like having lunch and I just looked up and I said like Do do you guys ever just like have conversations with yourself where you're like you know, where you're like six people talking at once and then they they like looked up, they like dropped their sandwiches and they were like uh no like but the pathfinder
0: you know, right <laughs>
1: that's not no 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 oh oh i no, I wasn't even talking about the, uh, organizing the meeting no no no, no. Yeah. um i was just talking about like have you ever like been walking down the street and just started like talking to yourself and they just looked at me and they were like no like like you know you need you know medical so i just like thought about that and and you know obviously like i yeah to, to answer your question like yes i do like why
0: would <laughs> so see he's, and, he's and come I around. Love. Yeah, and nah, no, it's just like the society won't let me be myself, even though I identify yeah, no, you're as that to person. Bring the man down. No, but um, no. Anyway, whatever. Like, so there's no, there's like a, there's an, like a high incentive to create a simulated multiverse you can interact with and learn from, low incentive to create a physical one. So that's point number one. Point number two, which I think is really interesting, is it turns out like what you kind of alluded to earlier that time is discrete. There's literally a minimum duration of time that you can't break it down into anything sensical. Lower than that duration. So actually, it's called the the Planck time. And I think it's 10 to the minus 43 seconds is the lowest, like, unit of time. It's, like, the most fundamental unit of time. And that's crazy. Like, if you think of computers, like, things, you know, things aren't actually continuous. They're discrete. There's like a, a minimum number like amount of time between computations, right?
1: You know, just thinking about all the jokes that the physicists must make make. It's like, yeah, like, you know, so and so finally lost their virginity, but it was only Planck's time. 10 to the minus forty yeah,
0: yeah, no. percent.
1: Or like uh it lasted, like, like no yeah. Yeah, or no, or just like the jokes of like, um I don't know, there, there's so much like, yeah, you know, like his date only like you know, was only Planck's time. i I'm, I'm just sorry, I'm thinking about that. But no, it's, it's so 10 to the minus 43. I'm just thinking like- It's pretty small. How, how, we, we can't even- <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty small. That's what I'm talking about. We can't even like wrap our minds around it because if, I mean, you know, we think of what, like a millisecond, a microsecond, like, like just one 1000th one, one 100,000. Yeah, I think but that's like one, one, I can't even, what's the terminology?
0: I, I think, I think it, the re, it, it, it's from um, the time it would take a photon traveling at the speed of light to cross a distance equal to a Planck length, which is the smallest unit of distance. It's like a like a string is like a like, has a plank length. Okay, we don't need to go into that.
1: Okay, wait, wait. So, so, but, but, what are the implications of of Planck's time in the real world? Aside from the fact that like it's you know it's cool, but that, like, like if what you does take, it mean? If
0: you like, if you like, look at a clock and you count like one second. You think like, how, can I keep dividing that second infinitely? Right? The answer is no. Like, there's like a minimum. So that's like crazy because. Wait,
1: wait. Why is there a minimum though? Why? Because
0: no smaller division of time has any meaning it just that's just how it works like literally things that are taking place in reality jump from one plank length, one plank time to two to three to four plank time there's no life is discrete it's not continuous like in a computer like if you simulate something like the bound of time is like based on the clock of the computer right like the the frequency that the computer can operate the processing power right. it's the same with our our reality do you know what's crazy? And, and at this point, you know, the conversation has
1: devolved. It, p- people might be like, yeah, it sounds like these guys are just like high and they're like, you know, musing about life. But no, seriously, you know what's like, crazy is like, no, no, no. If you just think about like the clock, like how do we measure time? We measure time because the clock ticks every second. What if the, t- the clock, instead of ticking every second, ticked every like decisecond, second? And instead of like click, 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 you heard like, and, and that was like, you know, 600 seconds was equal to a minute. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, we've we talk. Just... We we'll talk about this. It's like actually, as you travel towards the speed of light, time slows down. So like, if I'm traveling like really fast, like like nine tenths of the speed of light, then like I stop doing that. Literally, I will have like been in the. I will be in the future like a hundred years or something. Isn't that crazy? Oh, I mean,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah I, like, I like. I guess I. I mean that's really interesting I, I, I was more just like commenting why do we why is a second a second why don't like, like or what if it was two seconds what if what if it was like 30 seconds was a minute and the word second was like every two you know what I mean like instead of snap 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 it was like snap one two snap yeah. it's just it, it's so I mean I, I don't even know you know if there's a point I'm trying to get across but it's so subjective like like how we how we measure and break down this this you know but it is interesting the, the 10 to the minus 43 I didn't know that
0: yeah and and also what's interesting i mean like i said like you, you guys got to look up ricky you got to look up the double slit experiment but this yeah, I, in general watch it. the fact that like and like the heisenberg uncertainty principle i mean the fact that we don't know something's position is unknowable until it's measured and that it, it like it's a, a superposition. it's the sum of all different positions and there's a probability associated with it being that position the fact that it takes a human being to measure a particle for it to decide, all right, I'm going to have a position. That sounds like a computer shortcut to me. It sounds like if I was writing a computer simulation that was simulating a universe, it's a pretty costly simulation in terms of memory and time. Um, And I think you'd want to take shortcuts such as like, if you look up in the sky and it's daytime, we're not going to have trillions of stars even exist in the world. We're going to only put the stars up when someone looks at night. (laughs) you know what i mean like you could take shortcuts that like save you in processing power and it's like some of the things we observe in our in our reality are like similar to that the fact that things aren't like every single particle's position isn't accounted for unless someone's looking at it that's just wild that means right. that like it's like a shortcut that the computer is saving memory to do that in a simulation
1: so you think that further bolsters the simulation hypothesis well,
0: yeah these are literally just things i've been thinking about like i was like sitting in my bed like thinking about and just then, um, you, like else? Yeah, I ah, no, Just me. Yeah, I don't know. And you know, it's like coronavirus, right? Like, what's what is a virus? A virus is literally just code, right? It's like DNA. It's like code. Like wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? A virus? A virus is like is like a living thing that attacks your cells.
0: No, I mean it's it's like, is it alive or is it dead? Like, there's no like it's. I don't know if it's necessarily alive. But if you just think of like DNA of a person, like a person's DNA is literally like there's it's a code, like a sequence, right? right?
1: Right. What are the, what are the, there were letters, right. For each, each thing. Yeah. It's literally like, it could
0: just, it it sounds like a script that someone runs on a computer. Right. And it sounds like, like, like literally like there could be people like in the real reality that are like facing like a deadly virus and they're like, shit, we got to learn about this. Let's create a simulation and let's insert like a virus, a pandemic and see how our like simulated inhabitants deal with it so we can learn from it i mean how does a virus work i'm not like an expert in viruses but doesn't it like takes over like a host cell and it like runs its own like is it rna like its own code script and it has it producing more viruses something like that like it's it's all like things are kind of code like sequencing of dna it's just like like it, it sounds like very simulated like there's like algorithms going on there um so you so, okay just, so that's like, uh, yeah i'm just like leaping like, like yeah I'm no, just no, no no no
1: it, it is interesting we're just I don't having know, a but, conversation but, no I, yeah of course the bonus episode no but it, you know what's also interesting is like the idea of with with you know we're talking about parallel universes or multiverses or simulations is like i don't know why more people aren't like interested in this i mean just you know like i put out that episode and i, I thought it was like you know pr- pretty good and like you know just being honest here with you Jeremy like not a lot of people wanted to listen to it relative to you know content that I put out about like relationships or food and it's just like do you think that people genuinely aren't curious about it or do you think they they just don't care because it doesn't affect them do you think that people if they were you know if it was true that they were living in simulation would be like the matrix where it's like you know, I'd rather take the the blue pill do you know what I mean
0: yeah you know I think that relationships and dating can immediately affect people's like current reality so that's like it, like people think about that and that's why they like that i think this type of stuff like until there's like proof people like don't want to think about it cuz it's depressing like and it's also it can be pretty hard to think about like it's like technical and complicated um i don't know like i think that the people i've talked to about it, when i present these points to them or these thoughts people get really interested like, but before that, they don't just like sit around thinking about it. It's just like, I don't think people have like the tools to think about this stuff. Like they're not, they don't know about, you know, like the quantum multiverse. They don't know about like the, the discreteness nature, the discrete nature of time. They don't know about. And then when you talk about it, it's pretty interesting. They don't, they don't make the connection of DNA to like a script. It's just like code, you know?
1: Okay. So I agree that they don't have the toolkit
0: to digest this, Um
1: like you do. But I also think part of it is is analogous to why people don't vote. You know, like, like why, why don't people vote in a congressional election? A lot of people in a presidential election, it's like, they'll say, Oh, it doesn't affect me. You know, my vote doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know, it, uh, it doesn't like tr- trickle down to the policies that the federal government doesn't trickle down to my day to day life. It's the same thing with think conceptions of simulations and the multiverse and universes. And it's just like, it doesn't affect people. Like you can go on with your life without voting. You can go on with your life, you know, perfectly content, not knowing if it's a simulation universe, kind of what you said about dating, about how those are things that affect you like, you know, on the surface. But I just, I just find it interesting how these are like serious.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know it's, it's, it's crazy. I think you're right. I mean, if it doesn't directly affect people, they don't see a need to think, you know, to think about it.
1: And what was the thing you told me the other day? Uh, you, you mentioned this whole thing about creating your own universe. It's almost like when you go on the Sims, you create a character. So is that like a simulation or that's like a, a separate thing with the big bang?
0: Um, well, I mean, if we're, okay. So if you're creating a physical universe, then it's like you have to like put into event, like a sequence of events that put into action, these, these events that cause like a big bang to happen. And it's it's not as hard. as I mean, it's there's, like, ways we can, like, think to do it. Like, it doesn't seem impossible at some point. Like, right now, it's impossible, given our resources. But um, I'm saying, like, if you create, like, a physical universe that you can't interact with, like, that's one way to create a universe. But you could also create a simulated universe. And actually, the processing power that we have on our, like, supercomputers, even, like, IBM Watson's processing power, it's, like, more than enough processing power to simulate, like, a, a human brain, like, all the different neurons and, like, the, but, to, but but
1: to simulate billions of human brains and then each of those right of billions so
0: of neurons? so you need like a billion more you know processing power or whatever you need a hundred billion which is like obtainable I mean like we have like ten to the like seventeen like hertz of like like computer processing power speed I don't know like it's, it's I'm just saying it's like it's more obtainable than we than we think um, but anyway it's another thing that's interesting is there's like you could like create a simulated multiverse that's all on a computer and you can also create a simulated multiverse where I take like a bunch of like physical like people looking things and I insert like wires and like robotics into them and then they live in like a physical you know world wait, it's wait, like wait.
1: It, 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 you've seen the matrix right
0: yeah but exactly but it's also well the matrix is like hooking you up to a system and you're like on a simulation
1: well, well, well you're in tanks your real body's in a tank, and right. your virtual body's like in what, the But what
0: I'm saying is more like Westworld. Like you have a bunch of like Doloreses that are like they're like inside is like wiring and like electricity. No okay? Yeah, you know, and like right? Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> well, like, well, no
1: spoilers from from season three, but yeah, season yeah yeah, yeah. like like just if
0: Dolores the the didn't know she, I mean, these people don't know they don't know that they're like computers they think that they're just like well okay in in season in the beginning
1: early in the early seasons of westworld yeah they don't they don't question the nature of their reality as the show says but later on obviously they they become very self-aware but but your point your point makes sense it's like you don't question whether or not you know it's a simulation whether or not you're a robot what i mean also that's another thing we haven't touched on is how do we know we're human have you ever thought about that what do you mean how do we know we're human like okay uh, you know by the way if if you're new to the pod I personally make a lot of these pop culture references and Jeremy and I have seen a lot of the same stuff. So it's helpful. But like on Westworld, one of the big like, like plot twists is a lot of the hosts, don't, a lot of humans don't realize they're hosts. Like early on, right. Bernard, Bernard's character in like season one, you oh. find out, <laughs> no, I mean, it's like five years old. You find out that he's a host and it's like, he didn't know. He had all these memories. So he thought he was human. He thought he had a life, but at the end of the day, he was a host. So how do we know we're not hosts?
0: Yeah, I mean. Like we don't we don't but we also we know that like we we have a definition of what it is to be human that we've come up with years of like a lot of humans years ago decided like here's the definition of what it means to be human right or to be alive so we have our own definition but we don't know if we're like really the way that we think we are but we have a definition of what it means to be human you know they're they're separate things
1: It's interesting. I mean, I mean, this conversation, you know, we're going all over the place, but just just to like talk about AI for a moment, because, you know, we're talking about Westworld and robots and humans. I just think if you project forward, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, I do think that we're going to have a civilization where it's almost like Westworld-esque, where it's going to be a bunch of hosts that are blended into society. And you know how people go on Tinder or go on, you know. Bumble to try to, like, hook up with people, try to have dates. I think it's going to be like that, except you're not going to know. I think at first, it's, you know, you're going to go on a date with a host or a robot to sleep with, but then eventually you're not going to
0: know if someone's a host or a real person. I think yeah, that's the that's, future. That's, that's nowhere near. I mean, robotics is so – like, archaic. Like, we don't even have, like, robotic hands that are, like, able to pick no, things
1: up. No, dude, that's in... Okay, so that's in, in Western culture, but I talked about this with Cephanos. We did an episode on, on automation. In in Japan, they have sex dolls that are actually pretty advanced. Not, you know, not as advanced as the ones on TV, but, like, you know, it's it'll get there in the next no way. couple decades. We, okay, we have, so.
0: like, my, my friend is doing, like, his PhD dissertation on like adding an extra degree of freedom to like a robotic hand so they can like rotate. Whereas like, I mean, we're just just so far behind. I mean, we're nowhere near where we need to be to have things out there that, that are like indistinguishable from people.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, no way. Yeah. I want to go back. Let's go back to, uh, we were talking about the universe and everything. Just like what's also interesting to me is when you think about this notion of the ultimate fate of everything. I remember I, I was up late one night and you ever just like start clicking through Wikipedia, you're going on a rabbit hole, and then it's like, like you know, 5 a.m., and you've, you've wasted three hours? There's this article you guys can look up, The Ultimate Fate of Everything, and it has like 100 different possibilities of what can happen to the universe. You know, like the Big Crunch. Um, I mean, there's a bunch. So like what, what do you know about that one, for example?
0: Um, yeah, so they're all, there's like the three that are like related to each other, and one of them is the Big Crunch. I mean, basically, there's this idea of the critical density which is the average density of matter required for the universe to like halt its expansion after like infinite time or after enough time. Um, So this critical density is like a parameter in deciding like the ultimate fate of the universe. Um, For example, like when we think of like the cosmic density, we think of like the ratio of the actual density of the universe to the critical density. If the ratio is one, then the universe will like expand forever. If the ratio is greater than one, then Basically, the universe will eventually become closed and will ultimately like end up collapsing in in itself, like you're saying, the big crunch, because gravity will win over, right? Like everything will pull in slowly, slowly, and as you get closer, it'll be fast, and then it'll crunch. And then if the ratio is less than one, the actual density is less than the critical density, that means that the universe will expand forever in every direction. So the big that's crunch the, is that's like big crunch. Yeah, they they like crush in together um there's and like i think the other one you're like going to talk about probably is related it was like the big like cool or freeze or basically like if things are too far apart and gravity isn't strong enough to pull things close together to cause the crunch then it's just gonna like everything will be like really cold and like it'll just keep you know expanding outward wait hold on on. Can, can we go back to the
1: big crunch for a minute sure so you just mentioned okay so you mentioned that either will expand forever or, or will crunch in on itself. So imagine like a graph and the x-axis is time and time is going to infinity. If we do crunch, what does that
0: mean? That means that like the rate – okay, so right now there's like an, the, the rate of that things are getting further apart from each other. Like planets are getting further and further apart from each other right. at an accelerating rate, but the rate of acceleration is slowing down. I so, just mean
1: if we if we do return to a peanut, then what happens? Then does time stop? Oh I mean, no,
0: I don't time doesn't stop, but like another big bang could happen. Basically at some point so confused. things another will either like crunch in all the way into like a really concentrated thing, like a small peanut, and then if another another big bang can happen and all this can start over again.
1: You ever wonder why why it's like a big bang? Big bang is like is like kind of like an understatement. Like it's like it's like it's, it's like a big bang. bang. Yeah, no, it, no, it, no, it's like a big bang when I drop my pot in the middle of the night. Like, yeah, <laughs> like uh, like the universe creating should be like a massive bang or like. I know. It was like,
0: like, like there's no word like, to describe how large it is.
1: It's almost like Donald Trump like like made up the origin of the universe. Like it was a big bang. Like let me tell yeah. you something. It was it was big. Um, <laughs> sorry. So all right. So so we're talking about the big crunch, the big cool. The big, is the big freeze the same as the big cool?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's I like know. all the, what, I think so. What,
1: what about like the big hot?
0: What's the big, I don't, what is that?
1: Or, or the big heat, I mean, it's like, right? or Like it's, I,
0: I just remember there's like all these positives, there's like
1: the big freeze and there's heat death. Heat death is like uh right when there's maximum entropy and the, and the, um, this was the thing I was telling you the other day about gradients. It's like everything is evenly distributed. There's no gradients. And then um, there's no ability to sustain information processing. So like okay. the heat death. I don't I don't really understand it. That's just like regurgitation of the material. And then also that the big rip. Do you know about that with the dark energy?
0: What is that? Like a bunch of black holes?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't there's know. so like like a, there's like
0: six hundred. Yeah, there's so many. It's like and they're all called different things, you know? Well well, big they're all big. yeah definitely they're huge
1: yeah i mean there's like the big freeze the big rip the big crunch the big bounce the big slurp uh cosmic uncertainty i i don't i'm like
0: i think i think like the the two either the big um crunch or like things like like span forever the big cool or whatever you want to call it i think those are like the most relevant ones because like i just those are easy to kind of wrap your head around like if if gravity from planets is large enough to like bring everything in at, at you know in like a long time, then like things will like eventually just collapse into each other, and, and like another big bang will happen. Right? They'll be really compressed. And if gravity isn't strong enough, then things will just keep expanding.
1: So what about uh like 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 black holes? Is that how come black holes isn't the end of the universe? Is that just the end of a galaxy? Can can a black hole like like suck in everything?
0: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying uh black holes are pretty unstable so like what if a black hole happens and like i guess the theory is it's a it's a rip in space time if a black hole happens because like there's a too high of a concentration of particles per unit volume too high for like you know space itself to contain causes a black hole and then a black hole is just like really concentrated like 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 a, a star like if our sun were to Become a black hole. It would be like incredibly massive and only be like ten kilometers in diameter, which is like you can walk that in a day. Imagine well, yeah, walking yeah. across the sun, and it's like that, still as heavy as like the actual sun, and right, it has such the, a yeah, yeah, and it has it's such the, a strong yeah. What are you saying?
1: Well, it's a main sequence star, and it's it's a lot smaller than average.
0: Yeah, it's pretty small, but it has like a strong you know gravitational pull. Like it's such a small you know like diameter, um, and. It's like, it's like so strong that when things go past its event horizon, it can't escape because like literally light itself isn't strong enough to escape like the force inside the event horizon, which is just like, if you go past a certain point, you're too close to the black hole, you get sucked in and nothing can ever come out. But um, but black holes are unstable. Once it devours enough stuff, it goes, like space like fixes itself. Yeah. So, so...
1: I just find the idea of a black hole. So I mean, it's something that people, I mean, like everything from sci-fi movies to, you know, little kids. I mean, everyone is just like musing about it. And I don't know. It's like, it's interesting to think about. Um, I used to, when I was younger, I used to like have nightmares that I'd be sucked into a black hole and it'd be like a tornado, like, let me out. Um, but like, I don't know if, a, if a human were to get sucked in, like obviously you would die instantly, but like, like in terms of the process, what would happen to your bones? Would they be dissolved? Like, like how would you describe in, in the Eng-
0: no? Like it's, in Eng- it's hot
1: in the English language. Would it be burned? It's hot. Is it hot? There's no. Heat.
0: Yeah. Um. At I think that like this actually goes into like the holographic multiverse theory. But at the like event horizon is where everything, all the entropy, is like being resolved. There's no like break in the second law of thermodynamics for black hole. Basically, everything there's a like radiation from the black hole that is at the event horizon. That's like, like incinerates everything.
1: No, because it, it, no, it's important to think of like, obviously, you know, no human would ever like, like come close to that. But like what, you know, what would the pro- what would the process look like is, is sort of interesting to think about.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: what the hell was I going to say? We're talking about black holes. We're talking about the ultimate fate of everything. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's interesting. If you go, you ever go on like Yahoo answers not
0: anymore have you done that recently
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no no sometimes when i was like younger it would be like you, you'd send ask a question you to or, something, right? or ask jeeves and it's like um you know someone would ask like uh like there was one a decade ago it's like what happens if you fall into a black hole or like can you survive a black hole like yeah, no
0: <laughs> is is is,
1: is <laughs> there any way dumb. to like and then people would be like well you know uh you'd be squished but you like had a chance but what's this thing about spaghetti it, it says that like a human would be spaghettified i, I don't know what that means
0: uh, I don't know. You want to, like, what do you mean spaghettified? Like turned into a of spaghetti, like served for dinner.
1: No, no, no. This is a real thing.
0: Uh, it's called spaghettification.
1: In astrophysics, spaghettification is the vertical stretching and compression of objects into long, thin shapes in a very strong, non-homogenous gravitational field. So that's what people say. A black hole, um, if you uh, – there was something written on um, NPR a couple of years ago. If you fell into a black hole, you, you would be spaghettified.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The, the top of your head would feel more gravitational pull than the tips of your toes, and that would stretch you. As you're getting closer, I guess if your head's going, if you're going in head first, right? If you're going in foot first, it would be the opposite.
1: Okay, so, shit. Uh, uh, is, is there more? Or like...
0: Of course. There's always more. <laughs>
1: um, I was just going to say something about black holes and breaking them um, and falling into them and getting sucked in like a vacuum. Like, like, could you throw someone into a black hole? If, if like, would you want to? Like, is there anyone? <laughs> it's like murder.
0: Like, did you go to prison for that? Like,
1: um, like, like, tried, he, you like know, he threw me in. <laughs> he threw me in, but I survived. I swam <laughs> yeah, out. Um, exactly. If there's anyone, if there's anyone we knew who could survive a black hole, who is it?
0: Like, yeah, I know. Right? These are all good questions.
1: You know, it's wild. I mean, we've been talking about like all this like big picture universe stuff. But like, have you ever thought about the fact that it's 2020? 2020... Like, okay. Do you remember when we were like younger and a movie came out in 2008? And it was like, that just happened. But now it's like 2020 and 2008 was decades ago.
0: It feels you know like what I mean? It just happened. Yeah. I know.
1: Like you, like like you see a movie that came out in 2013 and it's like, wow, like that's recent, but 2013 was like like a decade ago. Yeah, I know. It's wild. You know, it's like like we if you think about it because we were born in the 90s, we've lived in four decades. 1990s, 2000s, <laughs> 2010s and
0: 2020s. That's that's right. That's crazy. What what do you think about like all the dec- the decades we've lived in? What do I think about them? I think that when I look back on things I'm like I can't believe that was like 2 decades ago. <laughs> That's like crazy to think about. It feels like a pretty serious amount of time. <laughs>
1: imagine like like my aunt Ruth um she she turned 100 this year and she like has she's lived through like what 11 decades, 1910s, 1920s, 19, like like imagine having like 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 a lover in every decade or like yeah. you know a <laughs> yes,
0: souvenir this is a little bit irrelevant but it's interesting. I like was reading on Facebook there was like some Facebook posts like it was like a picture of a woman born in 1900 and it was like like you guys are complaining about covid but like this person like look at their life. It was like this woman was born in 1900, she survived like the Spanish flu like outbreak which was a pandemic. Then there was like the Great Depression and then there was World War 1, then World War 2 and there was like polio and what else it was like there's another war in there somewhere but it's just like like imagine like that's like been the has to be the most brutal time to have been born. Like imagine maybe. surviving like all these wars and like, oh my god, Great Depression. And then you look back you on know, the decades as a whole different meaning.
1: I, I feel like this is sort of morbid, but like like, you know, we're probably not gonna not gonna make it to the twenty one hundreds, right? Like <laughs> I
0: don't know. Or, or maybe we will. I mean if if like life if we can expand life, you know, a lot, like the like I don't know, like technology in, in like just, seventy years could be pretty good.
1: Th- the reason why I bring up the decades, it's just it's interesting if you like think about life in the '90s when we were in the '90s. Would you have ever imagined that in 2020, you know, people would have AirPods in their ears where you can have a conversation yeah, with without a phone? I was thinking about
0: that, like predicting, like, like like technology, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, not even or technology for phones in
0: general. Like, like what, like what, what, like what's life like, right? I would never predicted cell phones,
1: even like food. Like a hundred years ago, would people think that, like, you know you can have like a, a delicious like fresh burger prepared in like five seconds or <laughs> just, I mean, there's, there's so much innovation and so much change. And then you sort of like project that forward and you're like, wow, I wonder in the 2040s, 2050s, you know, everyone thought we'd have flying cars. You saw it back to the future in the eighties. Everyone was like, Oh, and you know, in the two thousands, there's going to be flying cars. We don't have yeah. flying cars. Are we going to have flying cars in 2050? Like, are we going to have <laughs> Elon Musk's rocket ship that transports you to China? I think You
0: know what's, I think the really interesting way to think about it is like, what are the fields that like need innovation? Transportation is one of them. Like, there's people still using cars; those have been around for a long time. Like, what?
1: I mean, yeah, rocket
0: ship travel, man. Like, if like if Elon Musk is, is successful and you Love can him. fly from like, like like New York to Beijing in like 26 minutes, I mean that's like right. pretty good. Literally, Plus our kids. You've you, you, you been what?
1: following that, yeah. Of so course, you've been th- I'm impressed. Our kids, what? what?
0: I imagine like like you're like your son like just takes for granted like he's like I'm going to like Beijing to get ice cream with his girlfriend right it's like a I thirty know, dude, minute ride, dude
1: that's amazing I mean, and this is something that that I've I don't even know if we've talked about it but but I've talked to our friends about it a lot is just how stupid it is that you know we take a plane twenty three hours to get to Australia when literally if you just draw a map it just doesn't it's like not at all efficient like we could instead of just going straight across the world we could just. Like ascend into the atmosphere, like above the Earth, and then and then just descend on the other side of the world. It's yeah, way use more like efficient. the
0: gravitational. Yeah, use like the uh, the low Earth orbit to like slingshot us around the planet and then come down. I, there's, I just, there's problems. Yeah. This Elon Musk guy is pretty crazy to take these things. I mean, I love him. Accel- the acceleration you would need to do that in 26 minutes would like you'd like be unconscious. Right?
1: Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's that's a problem. It's also like like uh, with with fuel and and energy because you think about how much you know goes into like. Having the rocket dangerous,
0: man. A lot of people go like there's like still a rocket ship launches, and they just like immediately blow up and people die. Yeah,
1: oh, dude, a million. Yeah, 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 that's what they talk about in his book. Um, on on SpaceX about how every time they launched a rocket, it like immediately blew up. And it's no. funny we're talking about Musk now because he just it was the first time um, in years that he reached with with SpaceX. Uh, they had you know they took flight recently. But I was gonna say, you know, you said a second ago transportation is a field that you know needs innovation you just think about so much stuff that we do that's archaic you know what's crazy we we eat with a fork don't you think that like with <laughs> our tech with our technology we should have like robots like microscopic robots eat for that, us <laughs> that, no that like fly the food and like drop it in our mouth or you know we, <laughs> this is something that always gets me we brush our teeth with a toothbrush don't you think we should have like like a technology you see this on black mirror yeah that, like, you, you stand in the bathroom and it brushes the teeth for you or like, you
0: like you drink a drink and like you're like like clean yeah, yeah, I mean it's know. just
1: there's so much and and I don't know I mean you know that's transportation then you think about entertainment. I mean and and I, you know I can imagine you think about VR and AR like like a world where you know you put on an Oculus, you put on do you remember Google Glass? You put on like I know like, that didn't
0: take well, right?
1: I, uh, the privacy, but you put on like glasses or contact lenses or, you know, all these different simulated realities. I could see that happening. Like, how do you think the world is going to be when your kids grow up? Yeah.
0: I was talking to to someone about like, like VR, like we were like, all right, well, what's going to be like topics for innovation, like in the the coming years? Well, VR, AR, right. Everyone's about that. Right. Um, and by the way, like VR and AR right now, if I put on like a headset and I'm in like a virtual reality world, it like hurts my head. I get a headache. (laughs) You, know you get what I mean? a you motion can't, You can't, yeah. Is there, how are they going to fix it? You take like a Dramamine before you play a game. Like, I don't Maybe. know. Um. No, but so there's that. And then like, like transportation and education. I mean, like if anything, the pandemic's taught us that virtual things work pretty well. Like you could be like virtually going to school in like in a virtual reality world, right? So do you think that your kid is going to wake
1: up in the morning for school and like hop on the school bus and go to a school? Or do you think it's gonna be like. Like downloaded into his w- brain. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I was gonna say your kid goes to the kitchen for like Zoom class, but yeah, it could be like, you know, in you know, the Matrix, this is one of my favorite things because the Matrix was so ahead of his time when Neo would actually like needed to be able to fly a helicopter. So they like uploaded. Do you remember the. They yeah. uploaded a program that gave them the skills. Like, I think that's the future, like, uploading yeah. languages. Well,
0: honestly, if we can, like, understand, like, the, the human brain better, we could, like, do that. I mean, there's actually companies that are dedicated to solving that problem. People are interested in that. Like, like we could have infinite me- – we can have, like, additional memory. Literally, you could just have, like, terabytes of, like, like storage space, like like, attached to you digitally, and you can, like, recall from it. Well, we've actually,
1: yeah. I mean, you mentioned Elon Musk. Do do you know about Neuralink?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So he, I mean, you know, I I, I think I should do an episode just like focused on Elon Musk because he has so many brilliant ideas. But one of them is that instead of having humanity, you know, have to go on the internet, uh, on a computer, humanity is in the internet. So you become a cyborg and you can always access data and programs and skills online. So I think that that's like definitely a possibility too. What about like in terms of jobs? I mean, like, you know, you're not going to go to a factory. Like, like I think there's going to have everything automated. We've talked about- you know, Or there won't
0: those- be. Yeah, I-, I was talking to uh, my friend and he was saying that he thinks that like right now is the easiest jobs like then then and that there will ever be again. Basically, like, right now, there's, like, all these, like, basic jobs, but as we get more innovative and there's, like, harder and harder sciences, literally, like, like you'll have to be, like, so specialized to get any job, right? Like, think about it. Like, 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 we're building, like, robots or whatever now, like, basic robotics, and in the future, if we're, like, really on top of it, people will have to start learning robotics in, like, middle school. There'll be, like, specialized robotics schools for kids so they can get a job.
1: I mean, do, do we, you know? We're assuming that that we'll be on Earth. Like, like, what about like like other planets? Yeah, I colonizing. Mean, we'll, we'll, and we'll also, what about
0: the- outsourcing? Like, will will there be like everyone that has jobs in the U.S. will like live in India or something? I don't what know. About, like,
1: what about families? I mean, you know, like like I, am so con- like there's so there's so much, man. And also, when is all this gonna change? Is it gonna be you know 2050 when we're 50 years old? You know, is it gonna be in the next in the 2020s? When do you think is gonna be? sort of the turning point when you see most of these changes happen or is it going to
0: be gradual? It's going to be one at a time. Also, there'll be, I mean, it's, it's like, it's disruptive technology, right? It just changes the way the world is. Um, I also think things will come out and they won't be like, the, the world won't be ready for them yet. Like I was thinking about this recently, like if, like if we're trying to like, just search the internet by thinking about it, right? And you need some sort of like invasive, like brain implant, people are going to be like, no way. I mean, like they're right. not ready for that, but maybe they will I, be one day.
1: I mean, there's going to be obviously my my field in law. There's going to be pushback about you know what are the legal implications in terms of privacy, and privacy. In terms of, oh my god! In terms of what what about you know I I don't know how much you you know about the law, but there's something called um like like IP. You know, I mean, you know IP, intellectual, like, yeah, 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 yeah uh, intellectual property and like right. patents, like. You know, there's this whole controversy with um, ownership of tissue. Like if uh, there was this case, Moore versus uh, Regents of, of California, where essentially they used the guy's um, genetic sequencing to like create this, this, um, this cure. And then the hospital was trying to like make money off of it. And the guy was like, wait, I, I own my tissue. So right. it's the same thing. Like, like, you know, do you own your, your brain cells? And or, if you merge with the internet, like. Or
0: computer like ethics. Like if I upload your consciousness onto a computer and it thinks it's you and then i like unplug it am i like murdering you like is it like unethical to like murder if it's yelling like don't turn don't do that i'll die yeah not,
1: like, i unethical. mean yeah. You, you you see this on tv a lot do you watch uh do you watch the good place do you know what that is i saw that i did uh you, you saw like wait i saw that that could be I one episode the that could be like okay no spoilers i haven't seen the last season and then there's a show <laughs> on amazon called upload i don't know if you've heard of that i haven't heard of that you haven't i've have not so it's there's all there's all these shows coming on and it's like essentially depicting what you know the afterlife is going to be like in the future i I know that sounds like contradictory but in the future instead of humans just dying and being buried in a cemetery you know you're going to be able to upload your consciousness and then you can essentially be immortal and live forever so shows like the good place and upload even in black mirror san junipero depict that i mean that's pretty cool when we die is it going to be like that like you know, do you want that? Like, like, are we, you know, like, are we going to live forever?
0: Um, you know, these are like big, big yeah. questions. So I want that. Pro- I probably wouldn't mind like having it be extended a bit. And like, and like, can I choose like in what capacity it is? Like, could I be in like a, a youthful body? Like when I'm like a hundred, that'll be pretty good.
1: That's like well, the show. Uh, uh, what the hell's that show you recommended? Which sucked altered carbon.
0: I'd never recommend it. That was Stephanos. I hate that show.
1: Oh, no, no. Do you remember we were having dinner with Randall? And I was like, I need some shows, boys. And then I watched like guys...
0: like a half of one episode and I was like, this. I, I stopped immediately. Uh, okay,
1: fuck. Well, it was bad. Anyway, but like, yeah. So it's <laughs> like the whole concept of that show is that you have like your CPU, your control unit, and then you just go through like bodies. You're just like, you want to be like young and, and like, you know, uh, good physique.
0: But it wouldn't be bad if you were like, like, like you're like, well, if you were immortal, then things would be boring. Well, you could like decide to like stop living. Right. That sounds good. Like it could be your choice. And then it's like, is that suicide? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like if you're like, if you've been around for like 200 million years and you're like, all right, I'm bored of this. And then you like pull the plug. Is that like you committed suicide or is that like, it's like a a natural way to think about death?
1: I mean, this is getting, this is getting existential, but you know, does life have any meaning if it doesn't end Like if if our existence, I mean, we talked about the ultimate fate of the universe. Like, what's going to happen if, like, if we could live forever? You know, would we be alive for the big crunch, whatever? Um, but but what gives life meaning? And and, you know, I devoted a whole episode to death. Is the idea that it's it's finite, it's temporary. You know, live every moment like it's your last. Carpe diem. But then if you have, we're all of a sudden we're uploading our consciousness, and and it just seems like very murky. Then why even live your life?
0: Yeah, you should finish watching the Good Place, and then we'll talk about this again. The last season. Oh, but, um, wait,
1: shit. That, that's, that's like a wholesome comment. I appreciate it's you like, saying that. Like,
0: you might want to edit this out. People will think we're like too soft.
1: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but like, I, okay. How come you never talked to me about The Good Place offline?
0: I don't know. I didn't know you watched it.
1: Wait, I watch everything. It's, it's that's all right. Game. All right, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, no. What do you mean? Go ahead. You're like in the middle of talking. <laughs>
1: no, no. You No, you <laughs> said you should watch. No, you literally said you should watch The Good Place and then we'll talk. And then you said, and...
0: No, no, but but anyway, no, I didn't say and, but well, anyway, like meaning, like I, we talked about this before. I think meaning is subjective, like, and you can have like meaning, like there's no like objective, like truth to like what meaning and purpose are. It's something you create for yourself and it means something different to you than it does to other people. So like, I think like death and having that in your mind allows you to have like, like, you know, that gives you a good frame for like creating meaning in your own life, but maybe... If you could, be if you said like I wanted to extend my life, but like at some point I'll pull the plug, then you know that life could still be finite. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard yeah, to think it, about. It's you
1: know I've talked about how how the Romans were taught to keep death in the, in their minds at all times, uh, and that's the only way that they you know felt truly alive so i think i don't know i think that's an interesting point um and i do think what you said before was was telling and that it's not going to happen all at once it's just going to be piecemeal and people are going to have to warm up to the different technologies also like what about the idea you know we're talking about having kids having kids what about the idea of assembly line babies you know did you ever read a uh, brave new world they had no, I didn't. you know they, oh, it's a great book it's a dystopia and it was like a world where instead of children being born you know uh, by, a, by a, a, pregnancy and a woman giving birth, kids were just born on, in like on factory lines, like, you know, factories mass producing plastic and, you know, iPhones. And then all of a sudden a baby comes out. Like that's, I think that, Is it, you know, like,
0: who's the father, like, like what's like, the DNA going into that baby? Steve jobs. Um, it's, awesome. uh, I,
1: it's, it, it's so weird, man. Like they have essentially a program in you know maybe in 20 years where men like send like uh, you know a thousand samples of their sperm or like you know an entire like bell jar and then they use the sperm with like a a hundred different eggs and then they make a million jeremy juniors jj's
0: and then they're like sold on on the dark web but
1: (laughs) yeah shit i feel like we've we've like touched on so much in this this has been like like one of our you know better conversations yeah it's been pretty good yeah. I he, he always does that. He'll go, yeah, yeah. As no, if, but, um, no, way. I, no, as if it's like, ah, but I don't know. It's, it's funny. Like we're doing the podcast, but I think when, when Jeremy and I talk in real life, it very much sounds like this. this is, yeah, definitely. You've been, you've been like a fly on the wall of, of like <laughs> one of our like daily conversations and that, you know, we're talking, we got uh, physics and science and existential and philosophy and psychology. It's really like, like we've done
0: everything. So, um, yeah. what do you think? What do you think? Are you asking the viewers, or are you asking me. Oh uh, like, no, I'm asking you. you. I'm like, like, rhetorical. What do I think? I think that, that you're right. Like this is what we yeah. talk about. And then there's yeah. like a little bit, a l- like a little bit. We have to like censor here. Like I can't be like saying things that like.
1: Oh no, they. I, yeah, I mean, I don't want people to think like what that what I was going to say. But yeah, I mean, this has been you know it's a lot of fun. Obviously, talking to you as always. It's 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 a different kind of chemistry when it's just me and you compared to when we throw Stephanos into the loop. Um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, this has been the seventh episode of. Bonus episode of Nervous Habits Podcast. Next week for everyone listening, actually I have have a a pretty interesting episode I've already recorded with Molly McLaughlin. She is a sleep expert. So Jeremy, you should listen to this one. She's the founder of, of something called Sleep is a Skill. And we talk all about things like the circadian rhythm, social jet lag, um, and you know, supplements and tips and science behind battling insomnia. So you should definitely tune into that, man, because you are a lifelong insomniac. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So uh, anyway, thank you for, for joining me for this bonus episode. It's been a blast. And yeah, it's we'll be we fine. I appreciate well, it. See Thanks you again.
0: For me. Come on. Yeah, will awesome. we see you again. Like i well, I'll have to like we'll we'll see. Like we'll see how the reviews of this one are before I decide to come back. All right, buddy. Talk to you. <laughs> Nervous habits, bonus content.